The Verdict Podcast will begin shortly. 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 What's up? What's up? What's up? Niggas and niggas and white people and black people and green people and all people around the world, especially the east side of Detroit. It is your favorite funny girl, comedian, Judge Miles. And you already know that when the judge is in, the verdict is out. That's right. I have my very own podcast in which we talk about gossip, celebrity that is, where we talk about real life issues as well as relationship issues situationships dumb shit and much much more today we're talking about Dwayne Howard we're talking about Blueface and all of his issues we're talking about relationships and we're talking about co-workers and how you should deal with co-workers as well as that slick shit that Savage Fenty ads tried to pull over this last month we're going to talk about it all today. Jurors, I need you guys to pin down that number right in yellow. It is 313-753-2696. Make sure that you pin it down so that my jurors can call in and talk to me and help me deliberate a verdict. Also, make sure you guys subscribe to my YouTube channel, you guys. I need your support. And if you like my content, make sure that you give me a little bit of money, okay? On that cash cash app. They say no nation is better than donation. I need you guys to go on and give me a donation today. And you already know that we are sponsored by none other than Girls Gone Fit. That's right. Hey, to pull up a drink for me. Hey, to put something in the bank for me. I got myself a sponsor. The sponsor is Girls Gone Fit, where you can celebrate health and fitness with a party each and every Monday at 6 p.m. at the BAM studio. Come on down. Bring a friend. It's only $5 when you do so. Before we go into anything else, you know we must give you a PSA. The Verdict Podcast is done in a comedic light. This podcast is for mature adults only. If you get your panties in a bunch, if you do not know how to agree, 
to disagree. If you do not like profanity, I ain't the podcast for ya. Going on over there to Club Shay Shay, Drink Champs. Going and talk over there with the Joe Button podcast. I don't give a fuck where you go, but this ain't for ya. Amen? Amen again. Now that we didn't get that out the way, I also need you guys to know that all of the content that is expressed on the Verdict Podcast, it is not associated in any way with any association or business or organization that the judge is a part of. She stands alone and alone only. And now that you guys know that, please rise for the honorable judge, comedian Judge Miles. Court is now in session. You know it is. Court in session, y'all. Court is now in session. Court is now in session, and we're going right into it. We're going into my favorite segment of today, which is entitled Dumb Shit. Dumb Shit. We all see dumb shit. We know dumb shit. We know people who participate in dumb shit. I want to give a big shout out to my girl, comedian Juicy, who's watching right now. What's up, Juicy? Y'all go follow her in her comment sections and on her page and all social media platforms. All right, y'all. We're talking about dumb shit and dumb shit only. You done been a part of it. Don't act like you ain't. Well, let me show you some dumb shit right here. He wants a scoop. She wants a tea. She wants a tea. I cannot speak. We keep it in the street. This is dumb shit. He wants a scoop. She wants a tea. She wants a Okay? This is dumb shit right here. We keep it in the street. This is what you gotta know. Because why? For why for? At what? Am I missing something? Where did it become cool? For men to pour liquor all over your body in a club, in your clothes. At what point was this cool? Like, am I missing some of you guys? Am I out of it? Am I out of touch? I don't know what's going on. But what I do know is this is dumb shit. Order in the court. Ladies, stop allowing these men to embarrass you. This is not cool, in my opinion. My verdict is this is dumb shit. Please express to me why we want to waste thousands and hundred dollars worth of good liquor or champagne, pouring it out on a woman. To me, this seems very degrading. And she just having a ball. She having a ball, y'all. She don't she she don't have a care in the world. She is just the dancing, men looking at her, and ain't nobody saying, "Girl, why are you doing this dumb shit?" This is dumb shit in my opinion. Yes, it is. Very much so. Ladies, we got to do better. We have to stop allowing these guys to disrespect us, to play in our face, to embarrass us, to make us their sluts out in public, their whores out in public. Absolutely not. What you do in your bedroom, that's different. But when you are allowing a man to disrespect you in this nature, in front of all these people, uh, and while you shake your ass, this is this is dumb shit to me. I, I would have to admit that this is dumb shit. If you guys feel differently or if you have the same opinion, you can always call in. 313-753-2696. That was dumb shit, y'all. And I'm going to show y'all some more Dumb shit. Now, this is dumb shit for a whole nother reason. What the fuck is going on? That's all I want to know. Why are they exploiting my community? I'm so tired of people exploiting my community. I'm tired of it. All right. If y'all did not just see what was going on, I'm going to show you guys. To me, this is... Pure dumb shit, sweetie.
This is pure dumb shit. We gonna go back to it really quick because I just want to. I just want to. I just want to show y'all. This is pure dumb shit to me. Okay, I don't understand. I can't understand for the life of me why social media continues to exploit my community. When I say my community, I'm talking about the big girls community. I'm talking about the BBWs. Yes, some of you guys do not know me and may not think like I'm a part of that community, but I absolutely am, okay? Absolutely am. I have always been a bigger woman, always been a thicker woman, have been proud to be whoever I am at that time in my skin, absolutely, but I have always, always preached fitness, right? Because at the end of the day, it's not about how you look on the inside. It's about how you are on the the outside. It's about how you are on the inside. And I just want to give you guys a side note. You can be bigger and still be healthy, i.e. me. I can outrun and out-exercise a lot of skinny motherfuckers because just because you're skinny and small do not mean that you're healthy, okay? But I don't like the way that they exploit this community. Everything is for laughter. Everything is for jokes. Everything is for um, the, 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 the benefit of others, right? Why am I watching a group of big women race with their asses out. Like, what? What? what is this about? To me, this is dumb shit. I want to know what y'all think. I want to I wanna know what y'all think, okay? Is this dumb shit? What was the point of this? This is going up and down social media sites. Up and down. I found this on social media, on my Instagram, on my Facebook, and I was just like, what is the point of this? What? Why did they put this out? What what is going on? Why is this going around so much? What is the agenda? What are we pushing here? I have no idea. But what I think it is, I definitely think it's dumb shit. I want to give a big shout out to my girl, boy, Peasy. Make sure y'all tune in to the Midday Vibes each and every Wednesday. See, sharing don't cost nothing. Sharing is caring, and that's what I'm doing right now. Call on in, y'all. Call on in. I need my jurors to call on in. Let me know how y'all feel about that dumb shit that I just showed y'all. 313-753-2696. I felt like social media been playing in our face, and we're going to talk a lot about that this week. I am reading the comments. What's up, Dave Jizzle? What's up, Kyra? Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of The Verdict. We moving on to celebrity gossip and baby, I got some tea. I don't know if it's tea that y'all want to listen to, but it's definitely tea that got my eye. By the way, these hoes is weird, your honor. I still got shirts as well as buttons on sale. Hit me up if you want one of them. Let's talk about this gossip, this celebrity gossip to be exact. Now, I don't know if you guys like reality TV, but I love it. And just in case you don't watch it, I'm going to get you up to par on celebrity gossip. British Williams, she's a part of the Basketball Wives, okay, with Shiny and all of them. Well, British, she uh, was with Lorenzo. Lorenzo, I forget his last name. Maybe it's Williams. I don't remember it per se, but uh, she is the baby mama of a basketball player, and allegedly a baby girl was caught doing fraud. She was caught. That wasn't her. She was caught doing fraud. It says, update, former Basketball Wives of L.A. star British Williams. She sentenced to four years in prison with multiple fraud cases. Now, what I don't understand is how the fuck you own Basketball Wives L.A. committing fraud? Now, they say, allegedly, she was committing fraud during the PPP time. She was getting her PPPs, too. I don't understand this. This to me is pure greed. You are already a celebrity. 
you are already getting more money than a lot of Americans. Why did you need to commit fraud? Furthermore, you are a celebrity and you didn't think you was going to get caught, Miss British? I mean, you got a baby daddy that's a, a basketball player, former basketball player. What more do you need? You have the support. You're on TV. Why couldn't you make a way for yourself the right way? Why did you have to steal from people? Why did you have to steal from the government? Allegedly. What is going on with you? A lot of people, in my opinion, they are greedy. They Money is the root of all of their decisions. And unfortunately, this is what is happening. People are getting caught. They say that what you do in the dark comes to the light. Y'all be thinking y'all slick as fuck. But what you don't understand is God is always watching. And when you messing with their government money, they on your ass. It may take a little time because they want you to rack it up so that they can put your ass under the jail. Okay. But they on your ass. I don't play with Uncle Sam at all, honey. What's up, Rakia? Thank you for watching. All right. Um, this is crazy. Celebrity gossip. How you going to be a basketball wife and you around this bitch stealing? I mean, come on. If y'all think that's crazy. This is really crazy. Blue face crazy ass. If you don't know him, Google his crazy retarded ass. This is one retarded ass man. Okay. He, he is known for his song, Tatiana, Bust It Down, Tatiana. Now, let me just give you the rundown real quick. Because some of y'all don't give a shit about celebrity life. But some of y'all do. The people who don't, it's okay. This probably not for you right now. But the people who do, let me run this down for you. Blue face was with this lady right here, Jaden Alexis, for a while. He has two children with her. Okay, he was with her before he was with Krishan Rock, who you guys see right here, Krishan Rock. Krishan Rock has over seven tattoos of blue face on her body from Jonathan on her forehead to his big ass face on her front of her neck. Then she decided that wasn't enough. Let me get the nigga on the side of my neck, too, because Jonathan on my forehead where everybody can see it and his big ass face on the front of my neck. That ain't enough. I really want to show my love. I want to really show I'm, I love him. Stupid shit, right? So she didn't get him everywhere. It's more places than this, sweetie, okay? All for them not to be together right now. And for him to go back to who? The baby mama. Because they always do. They always do. I, I hate to break the bad news to you. They always do. And let's not forget, like my girl boy Peasy said, she's missing her front tooth because of this situation. When I say she, I'm talking about Krishan Rock. Baby girl is pretty and don't even got a front tooth because allegedly Jaden Alexis was one of the reasons why her tooth is missing. Arguing over Blueface. Now they not together right now because he's back with his baby mama. And not only is he back with his baby mama, but he proposed to her. Okay. Now I'm going I'm to clap it up for him. I ain't even about to sit up here and play. I'm going to clap it up for him. Because being with Krishan Rock was some retarded ass shit anyways. She's off as hell. If he off, she really off. Something is wrong with baby girl. Her elevator do not go all the way to the top. Uh, the light is on, but nobody is home. She is not the brightest inside of the coloring book. She is sick. First of all, I say she's sick because if you just look at how tumultuous this relationship between her and Blueface has been for these last few years that they have been just harassing us with their nonsense and their toxicity but for her to stay with somebody who she claims disrespects her, put his hands on her, cheats on her, steals her money, and go around and put all these tattoos on this nigga knowing that he wasn't going to change. He told you he wasn't going to change. Knowing he was fucking around on you. Knowing he was still fucking his baby mama. You allowed disrespect. 
So when a woman allows disrespect, this is what happens. You end up getting shitted on. Ladies, I keep telling y'all over and over, stop letting these niggas embarrass y'all. Stop letting these niggas embarrass y'all. Y'all, we got to have more standards. We got to have more boundaries. And we got to let these men know our expectations, okay? Ain't shit sweet over here. Ain't shit sweet over here, sweetie. Unless you're able to do A, B, C, and D. Unless you have A, B, C, and D. Unless you're ready to be A, B, C, and D. I cannot fuck with you. I cannot give my body to you. I cannot entertain you. And a lot of us is not doing that. We are entertaining any and everybody. And then when we get shitted on, we be looking crazy. Now, Krishan Rockton just had a baby by this man. This is her first baby, and this is her baby daddy. And now he's engaged to his first baby mama, okay? All right? So now she got to go do diss records. She got to go find another guy and act like he so this and that because she's embarrassed. But the reality of it is trying to get all that shit burnt off her body, them tattoos, trying to get them removed, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. So she walking around with another man all over her body. How you think, how you going to find a husband like this, sis? How, how, you think a husband going to want you for real like this? You think a quality man going to really put up with a woman who got 22 goddamn tattoos of her last nigga that's retarded? Huh? You don't think these is no red flags? Yeah, this celebrity gossip, y'all. This is crazy to me. I need you guys to call on in 313-753-2696. Now, let me tell you something. Allegedly, they say Blueface got that. They say that's what's driving her crazy. She cuckoo for Coco Pups. I hear he laying it down. Tatiana, Tatiana. You know what I'm saying? He got to be doing something because she's missing a tooth. Okay, she's missing a tooth and still was with the man as he was having sex with the woman who's responsible for her missing a tooth. Okay, it got to be good. She didn't fought the man mama, allegedly. And she has 22,000 tattoos of the man. Order in the court. This is celebrity gossip. We moving right on. <sighs> Here goes some old dumb shit, y'all. Some old dumb shit that I, I, I just can't understand. Erica Mena is coming out discussing her and DJ Envy's relationship. This is news to me because I really don't be giving a shit. If I didn't have a podcast, I wouldn't even be reporting this because I don't give a shit, right? But this is for entertainment purposes only. Erica Mena, she is um, a co-star on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. She's been on a couple different of them. New York, she float around, okay? And DJ Envy, he, of course, is the pair to the Breakfast Club with Charlemagne the God. And DJ Envy is married. He has about seven or eight kids. He's been married for years. Well, nobody gives a fuck, allegedly, about people being married. Uh, Erica Mena was in a full-blown relationship with this married man who has these kids, okay? And she discusses with um, Carlos King that she didn't know that he was married. He didn't tell her she was married. This happens a lot. However, I don't believe her. I don't believe her because DJ Envy is DJ Envy. People know DJ Envy. He's a celebrity. They know he's married. So maybe you just didn't want to know. But anyways, she claims that she didn't know and they were in a relationship and she found out because they had a Shirley and Barbara moment. They was like, hello, Barbara. This is Shirley. Woman to woman. Oh, yeah. She said that uh, Gina, Gia which is his wife, called her and was like, hey, is this Erica Mena? Oh, yeah, this is Gina. 
Gia, and uh, I am Envy's wife, okay? Not his girlfriend, his wife. And she claimed she was on the other side like, really? I had no idea. Uh, bitch, you knew. I feel like you knew. I feel like you knew. That's my verdict. Now, what I want to ask y'all is, has this ever happened to you? Have you ever been in a full-blown relationship with a man who in a full-blown relationship? <laughs> Have you ever been with a man who had a woman? But y'all been together, though. Like, y'all in a relationship. Like, that's your man, too. But he got another woman, and that's really her man, too. Have y'all been there? Call on in. Don't get scared now, honey. Don't get scared now. Call on in. 313-753-2696. I ain't gonna lie. I've been there, done that, honey. Yes. Let me do, do this right now. But see, I'm not a fake-ass woman. So I can't come on here and talk about the next bitch. <clears throat> Excuse me. You know, I'm an elect lady, so let me not say that. Talk about the next woman, the next queen. <laughs> Baby, I be wanting to say bitch so bad, but I know it ain't right. I ain't going to come on here and talk about the next young lady, right? And not tell y'all my tea because I got a little bit of tea. So for real, for real, I got lied to, all right? I got lied to. I was younger, was dating this man. Of course, he pursued me. Oh, my God, I'm so in love with you. I like you, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, so that's cool. You know what I'm saying? He ain't tell me that he was going through a separation until like two months into the relationship, right? Because one thing about me is I'm not a parole officer. I give everybody a chance. I let you be honest with me. I'm not about to be going doing no snooping. If you ain't gave me a reason to do no snooping, there's really not no reason for me to be doing all that. I got too much shit going on. I'm on my purpose. I got a million and one. Uh, extra extracurriculum activities. I don't have time to be chasing you, right? So he like, he waited a couple months, told me like he, you know, going through separation. So I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm like 21 years old. So I'm like, what that mean? Separation. Oh, we don't live together. They like, he like, we don't live together. I'm like, okay, all right. But y'all getting a divorce, right? He like, yeah, we getting a divorce. So, you know, I'm dating him, dating him. Da, 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 right? And some just ain't feeling right, right? Some just ain't feeling right. Sometimes we get that woman's intuition that comes upon us. And if you really holy and you really godly, we gonna call it discernment, okay? Sometimes we get that discernment that come up out of us, right? Someone just wasn't feeling right or whatever. And so me and my girlfriend decided to stalk him because one thing about it, when I confront you, I'm gonna have some tea. I'm going to have some real life tea because never confront that man, ladies, if you're not prepared to lead that man. Don't come just fucking up his day and you're going to stay with him. You might keep that shit to yourself. Go talk to your therapist. Go talk to your best friend. Don't talk to your mama about it or your daddy. But your best friend, your therapist, okay? But if you ain't ready to lead that man, please don't go disturbing that man, okay? So, boom. Because at this point, I'm ready to lead that man, okay? Um, so I didn't do my one-two step. I'm, I'm out there. I probably was out there about two hours. Yes, I was ordering a court. Looking koofus as hell. <laughs> you know what we do when we young, honey. So I'm out there. I'm waiting. Baby, I see the wife car been there the whole time. Ain't left, honey. I call him. I ask him what he do. He talking about he laying down, taking a nap. I'm like, oh, okay, you by yourself? He like, yes, of course. Who else would be here? Oh, really, nigga? <laughs> Because I see her car in the driveway. 
You told me y'all ain't talking, ain't ain't together, getting been separated before me. He and y'all don't live together, and all this whole shit, okay? But she right there, okay? Then next thing I know, him and her on the porch, he waving her goodbye, giving her a kiss. I thought you said y'all was separated. Yeah, these niggas be playing in your face. So y'all already know what time it was. Baby, bye, 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 bye. You got to let him go. You got to let him go, sis. They is out of control. They out of control. They will look you dead in your face and lie, y'all. They will lie. Sometimes you got to do a little in- inspector gadget. Sometimes you got to. Because these men be lying. Half these men don't even wear their wedding ring. They got every excuse on fucking God's green earth as to why they didn't wear their wedding ring, right? Crazy. But we know why they really don't wear their wedding ring. Because they trying to get some more pussy. Order in the court. Call in right now, y'all. 313-753-2696. Let me know. Am I the only one who has been bamboozled by a man before, honey? But let me tell you something. You live and you learn. You live and you learn because the last thing you want to do, ladies, the last thing you want to do is be dating a married man openly. You know it. You know they married. They they together. That's the last thing you want to do because God says that whatever he brings together, let no man tear apart. Let no man. And you better believe that the same thing you put out into the world, you will get back. So if you one of them women who don't care and, you know, you ain't got no woman power and you, you don't. Listen, it's going to come back to you sooner or later. If you don't give a shit, do your big one, sis. Keep it up. (laughs) But if you do give a shit, you might want to think about that. And that's my verdict. All right, y'all. This is my last part of Celebrity Gossip. And this right here, pretty crazy. Nah. Some of y'all might know about it, but I don't. Uh, Dwayne Howard admits to threesomes with a man he met on Instagram and a man dressed as a woman named Kitty. Wait a minute. I'm so fucking confused. Hold up. Hold up. I had to ask my fiance today, like, uh, Dwayne Howard gay? He like, allegedly, he posed to be bisexual. If you're bisexual, you gay. Like, <laughs> it ain't even nothing else to say. If you buy, if you, if you like men and women, you gay. Cause at the end of the day, all we heard was men. <laughs> we ain't heard shit about women. It don't even matter that you like women. The fact that you like men too, you gay. And I ain't fucking with it. It's somebody who might fuck with it, but it ain't gonna be me. Okay. All right. Let me be politically correct. Me, I'm not dealing with a man. I'm not being in a relationship or having any type of relations with a man who is a homo sexual if he has any letters in that community from the lbg to the tia and going on i ain't fucking with him did did i make that and that's my verdict and i was just like wow so they just be up in the nba gay as hell i remember it was a time (laughs) i remember it was a time y'all where if you was like this, you ain't like, you weren't like on the front page just talking about you getting in with threesomes with men that's men and men that look like little women. Like, this is crazy. They not even hiding no more. And fellas who play basketball with y'all, do this make you feel uncomfortable? I don't know. This would be kind of like awkward at, at the very best in the room, in the, in, the, in the back room where we get dressed. I would feel awkward with you in there. Because what type of time you on? Like, like I don't forget the part that you even part of the community. Forget that part. What kind of time is you really on? Like, I just want to know. 
because this would be a perfect sport. This would be a perfect. I, I got a caller. Let me see. Let me see. Is this is this a juror? Hello, juror. Hello, do I got a juror on the line? <laughs> did you call in to speak to the verdict, or did you call in to speak to me, sweetie? You're online. You live though. <laughs> You know what? I ain't got time. I ain't got I'm no time. I'm called to speak to you, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are live on the verdict, well, Juror. Do you well, got any? How y'all doing tonight? How's everyone? How's everyone? <laughs> okay, sweetie. What's the topic? What we talking about? We talking about. Let me tell you something. This is. I'm so happy you called in, Juror. We talking about men in the NBA being gay. Liking little boys. Ooh. Yeah. Merciful father. Yeah. You say they like some little boys. Yeah. And I My was just, favorite. I was asking the jurors, I was just trying to figure out how do men feel to know that they, you know, they play on a team with a teammate that may be like gay. Like, do that make them feel well, they should be confident. They should be in confident. Themselves. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't feel like, I feel like that. You should be able to be comfortable around people as long as no one is hitting on you. Yeah. As long it. as no one is dis- disrespecting you, then who they are is who they are and who you are is who you are. Yeah, but th- but you know, the, the NBA has a propensity. Pro- <laughs> I can't even get it out. Spit it out. it out. To smack each other on the ass. To no, be not that, not that we're not gonna condone. We mm-hmm. cannot condone that. Mm-hmm. That's against the rule. Okay. Because that that that's offensive for sure. Very much so. Well, thank you so much, Drew. The, okay, <laughs> y'all have a wonderful night. You thank you. Bye bye. I love when my jurors call. Well, you heard her verdict. We are moving right on to situation. Let me see. Is this is it? Oh, to situationship number one. Situationship number one. I have been seeing this topic flying all around the internet. Men are appalled by what they are reading because, ladies, honestly, we have got out of hand. What would you do, fellas, if you was kicking it with a girl? Y'all was about to go on a date. And she told you, on the first date, baby, you bet not be taking me here. You better not be taking me here. A group of ladies made a list of places that men shouldn't take them on their first date. Baby, this list includes Cheesecake Factory. What the fuck wrong with Cheesecake Factory? I know the fuck you lying. I know the fuck you lying. I heard somebody say, you got on a whole wardrobe worth of Timu, but you draw the line at the Cheesecake Factory? Order in the court. (laughs) Order in the court, ma'am. Nothing you got on costs more than $50, but you don't want a man to take you to Cheesecake? Bitch, they got some of the best cheesecake in the world. Order in the court. Okay, all right. Applebee's, I can understand that, sis, but don't act like that. Don't see you might miss out on your blessings. You might have a real rich man with quality, and he just want to see what type of little thought you is, and, and and took you out to Applebee's just to see, and, and you didn't blew the test, baby. You didn't blew the test. You could have got you, you could have got you one of them little skillets, and, and got you some of them margaritas, and, and key key key. 
What's your verdict, y'all? Call on in. What's up, Warren Mitchell? What's up, Tiffany? What's up, Curdy Kurt? All right, Chili's? Come on now. I understand where you're coming from, but still, don't be like that. Because Chili's got some of the best Southwest egg rolls. Don't be like that. You is miss you gonna miss out, baby girl, with the baby hairs. They go on, they go on. Olive Garden, they ain't bullshitting. They had a whole list for you. My eyes is little, so I gotta do this. Red Lobster. Now wings stop. Yeah, you can't. Don't take me there. Don't play with me. Buffalo Wild Wings. You pushing it? They they wings as big as people. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. Any fast food chain. Yeah, don't do that. Okay, don't do that. Now I can do a little first aid at your house, at at your house, not at my house. At your house and you cook. Yeah, that sounds good. I don't want to go to a buffet. I hop. If you take me to I hop, I fuck around, punch you dead in the eye. Okay. Denny's, same shit. The gym. <laughs> we can go on a date to the gym. This must have been a fat motherfucker. <laughs> this must have been a group of obese motherfuckers who wrote this. Because why you don't want to go to the gym on your first date, ladies? I need answers. That's a great Starbucks is nice. Y'all get a, you know, get a couple of little lattes and, and start conversing. It, it depends on what kind of man you going on a date with, you know, cause y'all, y'all be going on a date with these thugs. They don't want to go to, they don't want to go there. Ice cream dates is nice. They say family functions. Yeah. You take me on a family function on the first date. I'm going to think you a little off, a little off. No movie night. Cause you trying to fuck. That's all that is somewhere that requires a long drive. I, I like long drives. Bowling, that's fine. A nightclub, mm, that's fine. A hookah bar, a bar for just drinks, okay. Waffle House, you take me to Waffle House, count your fucking days, okay. They're disgusting. Sports event, sports event is nice. I don't know what's wrong with these ladies. This must have, these must have been some young ladies. Because I don't know what's wrong with some of these places. Where, so where do you think you supposed to be, sus, sus? I wish she could call in. I want to know the group of ladies. Where y'all think y'all posted? Y'all think y'all at what level to where y'all supposed to be taken where? Let me hear. I want to hear. Call in. Don't do the cat got y'all tongue tonight. Don't let the cat have y'all tongue. Y'all been talking all goddamn weekend, and now it's time to hang it in that verdict. I need that verdict. Where do you think these ladies think they deserve to be taken out to? Where they can't even go to the gym. What's going on here? I, I got a verdict. If y'all don't call in, I got a verdict. My verdict is this. Ladies, it's getting out of control. It got to stop. We got to cut it out. We got to cut it out. We have to cut it out. Like, seriously. We just, we just do. We got to cut it out. You know, you know the percentage, how small of percentage it is of men, especially black men, that's making six figures? a very small percentage now we gonna throw in that's not gay that's handsome like the list keep going smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller i say this to say what get you some standards for real some necessities for real and sit your stupid ass down okay i understand you haven't expectations but this is this is this is not a need this is a want this is dumb shit this should have been on dumb shit ladies because i guarantee you the group of ladies that made this elaborate list of first dates that men should not take them on i guarantee y'all ain't got y'all shit together i'm willing to put some money on this i'm willing to put some money on this 
Y'all ain't get y'all shit together. Okay? I know y'all ain't get y'all shit together because y'all, y'all don't even want to go to a, a bookstore. Y'all don't even want to work out. I know y'all ain't got y'all shit together. But y'all are requiring men to have all of these things. It's getting a little out of control. At first, I was down with y'all. At first, I was like, yeah, sis, he need to have this. He need to have a car. He need to have a job. He need to have some sense, you know. But all of this, this is stupid. <laughs> this is stupid. Call on in, you guys, 313-753-2696. And here is some most stupid shit. Watch this. Ramen noodles, for I'm one, with the, yes, the ramen are. noodles are perfectly fine. No, I don't not. know what you're talking no, about. No, they're not. They're perfectly fine. I just saw fine. you crush them. They're one. not crushed. And why does it matter anyways? I'm you're taking it back to the store. Job, they're not for so you anymore. Why would you get a tip? They're not for you anymore. I just told you why I should get a tip. They, I had to pack all of this in my car and I bring it to you guys them. and unpa- uh, unpack it. You did not pay me. You paid the serve. You paid the I paid delivery app. food, okay? You paid the delivery app. You did not pay me. Do you not understand that? No, I'm taking all of this back. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you guys can get your refund, and no. another delivery driver can deal with you guys. I'm not going to deal with no, you. No, you're stealing. No, I'm not stealing. stealing. I'm taking it back. How do we know you're going to take it back? You're stealing. How do we know you're going to take it back to the store? You'll get a receipt. No, you're stealing. No, you're stealing. No, okay. Yeah, you will. I need to know y'all verdict. Call on in. Okay, you guys, I'm just going to go over what you just watched, okay? What you just watched is some some silliness. So, allegedly, this lady who is unpacking the groceries, she's something like an Uber driver, but Uber for groceries. I don't know what the name of it is called, but they have a service that's convenient that will go pick out your groceries for you. I did this for the first time and we're going to talk about it. It was horrendous. Okay. But anyways, I digress. This lady was unpacking this stuff. She got $400 worth of groceries. Now, $400 worth of groceries for somebody else shopping for your groceries. It's going to take a while for them in the store. They probably going to be in the store for like two hours. No bullshit. I know this to be true. All right. And then they have to put all of it inside of their car. And then they have to bring it to you. Now, when you get these type of services, a lot of the money goes to the company, not to the actual individual entities that are making these trips for y'all. They probably get a very, very, very small portion of it. So I'm going to give you an example. If the, the amount for the service and everything was $100, out of that $100, they probably get 20 of the dollars. Now, you know that $100 had to be a long ride or a long list or something, right? So they did a lot. And so this lady is here, and she's unpacking. And, of course, this is a white couple, and the white couple is not willing to give her a tip. And so she decided that since y'all don't think that I'm worthy of getting a tip and I didn't brought y'all y'all $400 list of groceries, put it in my car and unpacked it, I'm just going to put it all back in my car take it back and y'all can't order it through somebody else. Okay. I need to know y'all verdict. I need to know y'all verdict. 
I need to know y'all verdict. Listen to it one more time. your verdict i need to know your verdict i need to know your verdict what up axo fooly what up tiara summers thank you guys for tuning in to an episode of the verdict i need to know your verdict while i wait on y'all verdict i'm gonna tell you mine i understand where sus coming from i really do because you know the expectation is she should get a tip period you should you that is that's very tacky of anyone anyone but shame on white people because y'all like to talk about us and call us ghetto and unprofessional and lazy and name us when y'all are as bad and sometimes very much so worth. Y'all are uncouth, okay, and, and unethical in many ways. Because to order $400 worth of groceries and do not think that it is necessary to tip, that is disgusting, okay? That is poor, okay? So I understand where sis is coming from. However, I don't think that she should have verbalized it. <laughs> and that's just my verdict. Some of y'all going to be like, fuck that. I'm with her. Blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? I don't think that she should have verbalized it as she did. Um, only because people don't have to give you tips. You know what I mean? You should. It is also tacky to ask for a tip, right? So this is kind of like a hung jury for me. That's why I need y'all so bad. I need y'all to tell me what is y'all verdict. Do y'all think that sis was right? Do y'all think that the white lady was right? Um, should she be packing their things back up and taking it back? Or should she leave their things? And when the lady said, you're stealing, which they be so full of shit because she's not stealing. She has clearly explained to the lady and conveyed the message that, you're not tipping me, and because you're not tipping me, I'm going to take every last piece of grocery back to the store, and you can purchase through another individual, another person, okay? And so she's not stealing, but you know how they like to do sometimes. They like to play victim, sweetie, all the way through and through. So I was cracking up when she tells them, you're stealing. I need to know what y'all verdict is. This is a tough one for me because I feel her on all levels. I just don't know if I would have actually said it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Call on in. While you guys are deliberating on the verdict, thank you guys for watching once again while you're deliberating on the verdict. Uh, Alex Foley say, not stealing, but grocery snapping. <laughs> she's not stealing. She's grocery napping, okay? So don't lie on her. Was the payment through EBT? Um, sometimes it's not through EBT. I don't, I don't know if it's, I never used it through EBT. Uh, what it is, is it's like an app, just like Uber or U Uber Eats, anything like that. And you can go on to Walmart or Myers and you can pick out what you want, right? But the problem is the people who do it, sometimes that stuff not in stock. 
They have to take the picture of it. It's a lot of work. Then they going down the aisles looking for, you know, people don't know where these groceries are. It's just a lot of work. So $400 worth of a list is humongous. She was, she really did some work. Okay. Because I know this to be true because I just used this last two weeks ago. Okay. And when I used it two weeks ago, all I got was $250 worth of food. That's still a lot, but $200, $250 worth of food. The man took four hours. I damn near lost my mind. He, he was older. It was a big list. He couldn't find nothing. Four hours. It took so long that I went in there and told him, hey, I got it. And I got the, got the stuff on my own. I promise you can't make this up. That's how bad it was. It was terrible. So because I have went through it, I feel like, you know, she does deserve a tip. But, you know, it's kind of uncouth as well to ask for a tip. Sometimes we be feeling a little too entitled. But in this case, she's rightfully entitled. I just don't know if I would have said it. That's my verdict, y'all. That's my verdict. All right, we're going into allegedly number one. Allegedly. Now, this is the part of the podcast where we talk about things that may be true, may not be true. We're going to have a little one-two step in it. We're going to say what we're going to say. We don't know if it's true or not. And that's why we say allegedly. Everything that we do is done in a comedic light, honey. Okay, so if you are got your panties in a bunch, this is not for you. I'm going to say that one more time. This is not for you. Now, this week, I have been debating with all of my social media friends in which some I really like, some I really enjoy, uh, some I may not like, I don't know. But I say that to say I love a good topic and I love to be able to agree to disagree. I feel like people who are not able to see other people's perspectives, they are narrow-minded and sometimes they can be seen as narcissistic and they really don't know how to communicate. And they can't grow either when you are in that light. And so I really enjoyed this week's topic and it gave me good content for allegedly. So allegedly Savage Fenty has put out real life campaigns with real shape bodies, unfiltered, uncut, untouched. And when I say untouched, I'm talking about nothing has been touched. The light the makeup, the hair, the background, nothing. Aside from the bodies, nothing has been touched. When I saw this ad, instantly as the president of the big girl community, I was like, oh, they playing with us. They trying to play in our face. They trying to play in our face because I have seen a lot of ads of bigger women who may have beautiful shapes as big women, whose shapes may be not as beautiful and maybe irregular or shaped funny or what, however you would describe it, right? I have seen ads done gracefully with all those bodies. And so even though I was super happy that Savage Fenty is depicting real life shapes and bodies and colors of real women and giving women an idea of how their clothes will look on that body size, I was upset coming from the marketing part of me because that's what I do for a living, okay? For a living, I am a professional in communication and marketing and branding. So knowing that this is a million-dollar company, allegedly, knowing how much money they have where they're able to put into a campaign, I felt like they did not do my community justice. And I'm going to stop talking for a minute, and I'm going to show you 
what I mean. Here is the ads for Savage Fenty. Look at everything. I did not cut anything off. This is how they put the pictures up. They cut the bodies off. They cut the feet off. Some of the ads, their heads are cut off. They did this, not me, okay? Now, when I talk about this ad, I'm talking about the women in particular. This woman right here, in my opinion, I said, hmm, why did they choose? Let me go back. Let me just go back. Let me go back. Because we got to talk about this. All right? We got to talk about this. And we got to get an understanding. First of all, like I said before, I'm talking about the ad in general. The ad in general, the background is just blah. There's no sex appeal that they added in the background or that they added to her. What I mean by that, I'm talking about um, uh, good makeup, good hair, okay? I'm talking about perhaps being inside some heels. I'm talking about maybe a different posture. I'm talking about having panties that if it's going to be a thong, uh, accentuating her body where maybe the top of the thong is a bit thicker. I'm talking about overall making this a good ad to where when people see this ad, they like, oh, yeah, girl, I'm getting that. That's me, right? I didn't feel that on here, all right? Then we go on to this one. This one really pissed me off. This one pissed me off because they have just thrown this woman in the ad unprotected. <laughs> <laughs> what do I mean by that? Let's start off with the hair. Come on, don't play her like that. Don't play her like that. I did not appreciate it. I did not like it. There was nothing to me that was sexy about the ad. They did not even instruct her to be sexy. That she, As far as I'm concerned, she just in that mug like, boop. The posture, once again. The lighting. The makeup. Savage Finney ain't do nothing with this ad. Forget it being normal bodies. Yes, that's great. That's wonderful. But what about the rest of the ad? It just wasn't giving grace to me. It wasn't giving sex appeal. It wasn't giving mm, flattering. It wasn't giving it for me. And like I said, it was nothing about how big they are or the shapes of their bodies. For some people, it was. For some people, they were like, oh, my God, they big as hell. They shapes fucked up. Why would they put them in there? Blah, blah, blah. I was unconcerned. I was concerned about the bigger picture. And the bigger picture was they do not do smaller women like this. They put a little bit more care, a little bit more love, a little bit more creativity into their ads. And that was not done here. Okay. Him. I, I don't even know. I, I don't know what's going on. He the best of the ads. It was one more that I forgot to put on there, which was to me the worst of the worst because they literally stuck an ass that was not an ideal ass. And what I mean by that is it had a couple lumps and bumps and, and pushed in and it was, you know, SpongeBob squarish and you know what I'm saying? But somebody licking it and somebody like it. We know that. But they had only that in the picture. They didn't have the rest of her body showing her actual head with her, you know, being sexy. They didn't have her in heels. They didn't have nothing but that lady's ass in that ad like that. And I was just like, really, Savage Fenty? Really? 
Now, I wear a lot of Savage Fenty. I have a lot of their outfits. I support them. And this is why I think I was most concerned with how they was portraying my community. I was very concerned. Now, when I say I've seen ads that depict what I'm talking about, I'm going to show you guys what I'm talking about. Now, you, y'all know Lizzo is big as a damn house. But guess what? That's a sexy-ass picture. That's a sexy-ass picture, baby. That, let, me, let me go back real quick. Let, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it, okay? Because, let me see. Let's go right back to it. We're going to stop it, and we're going to go. Okay. When we get back to it, we'll talk about it. We're going to start right there. All right. This is what I'm talking about, the sex appeal in it. I'm talking about look at how that thong is on her body. It's thicker. It's holding her. Look at this lady. This lady is not what y'all would call the ideal body either. So don't go lying saying, oh, well, Lizzo got a body and, and, and the other people did. No, 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 no. I put somebody on there that's not perfect or voluptuous or curvy. And she's, her, her ad still looked appealing. It still was fitting. It made me say, gone girl. It didn't make me cringe. It didn't make me say, what the fuck is going on? Right? Look how sexy she looked. Look at that background. Look at her hair. Look at the colors. She laid. Look at how sexy. This is what I'm talking about. And like I said, same type of bodies, but the ad is of quality. The ad is of quality. That's what I'm talking about. I need you guys to call in 313-753-2696. Listen, I got my head chewed the fuck out on social media, y'all. They thought I was coming for the community. They thought I was body shaming, honey. They thought I was, I don't know what they thought, but I, I'm, I was trying to explain. Stop it. I know y'all sick of people talking about y'all. So y'all think that this is a direct attack. This is not a direct attack, sweetie. I'm talking about the advertisement. I'm an ally, baby. I'm not an enemy. I, I'm here for it. I don't know when I might go back. You know what I'm saying? I listen. I mean, I'm, I'm just talking because I work out and I, I'm diligent on my fitness. But what I'm saying is I love you. Okay. But we got to do things decently and in order. Things got to be done right. Don't just throw us out to the woods. Savage Finney knew what they was doing. They was going to market. They wanted, they rather had negative marketing. Because some of people felt like, oh, yeah, but that's, that was a percentage. A lot of people felt like, what the fuck? Okay? So they'd rather have negative marketing because all marketing is good marketing. But for some reason, negativity, toxicity, and controversial things sell. So they'd rather put out negative ads so that they can be seen, be talked about like we're doing right here, allegedly, right? Then put out an ad that was going to be beneficial and conducive to showing us in a good light. I don't know. I, I, I mean, that's just my verdict. Uh, Axel Foley say, what ad made you buy from them? I love Savage Fenty's fitness wear. Uh, if you are a fitness person like myself, I work out every day, sometimes twice a day. It becomes grueling. Sometimes I don't want to do it. And so I have to hype myself up and buy in new outfits from Savage Fenty that fit your body really nice, uh, that hold you in, but also are a part of your fitness wear. It really encourages me to exercise. And so that's what made me buy from them. Okay. We're moving on. We're moving on. We're moving on. Chai. 
because we didn't talk about some things. We going into allegedly number two, allegedly number two, allegedly you can be broke and still be sweet. Y'all don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Stop it. Allegedly you can be broke and you can be sweet, kind. Allegedly this is true. Okay. Now, what do I mean by broke? Meaning you don't have a bed. Not only do you not have a bed, you don't have a frame or a mattress. All you have is a room, some pillows, and some covers for kids. (laughs) But you sweet, though. You sweet, though. Ladies, I want to know how you would feel if you kicking it with a guy. It's Valentine's Day. And... He like, I did something sweet for you. I want you to come over. And you walk into his room, and this is what he got. I really want to know. Don't be playing, y'all. I want to know. Fellas, I want to know. On, on Sweetie's Day, it just passed here in Michigan. If your lady ain't had nothing for real, but she, you know, she put in the effort. What y'all doing? Is, is y'all being like, oh, babe, this was sweet? Or is y'all like, what? No, stop playing with me. <laughs> I need to know. I need to know. I need to know. Now, ladies, don't act like you ain't been hit on the floor before. <laughs> don't act like all your men had a bed. Now, come on, talk to me. Order in the court. Don't act like that. Don't do that. Be honest. Be honest. Somebody somewhere took you down. On the floor. Somebody somewhere ain't have a bed, ain't have a frame, allegedly, okay? So tell me, would this be nice, Would this be a nice gesture or is this a red flag? I'm going to be honest with you. This is a red flag. <laughs> flag on the play. Boop, boop, boop. This right here had me crying. This had me crying. Right now, right now in the state that I'm in right now, this will have me crying. I'm past the, oh, that's a sweet idea, gesture, this right here. (laughs) You going to have me just wondering, like, what the fuck? What happened? How did I get here? (laughs) How did I get here? Like, I'm so, like, what happened? Because I'm too old for this. I'm too old for this. I really am. I'm too old for this. And if I'm still choosing this at this age this far in the game yeah I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bit doomed now for some teenagers this is very sweet this is very kind we gonna work through it you got potential we got time in front of us all of that for me as an adult woman child please i need to know y'all break because you know, uh, I like to hear other people's verdicts. I like to see what you guys think and see am I off with it if I'm right there. What's up, man? You a bland? I be wanting to know what y'all think, men and women, if this happens to y'all. You can always call in if you don't know the number. Here is the number once again, 313-753-2696. Call in and help me deliberate on the verdict. You can be broke and you can be sweet, allegedly. Fellas, have you ever had to do this? Are you still in this predicament? 
If you are still in this predicament, let me tell you what I think you should do. If you're still in this predicament, for real, all just aside, this is not, this is no shade, no tea. You need to go out, run out right now. Do not stop. Do not pass go. I'm telling you. And get Alpha Diaries, the keys of being a self-sufficient man and a leader within your relationship. If this is still your situation right now, you need to read this book immediately. It will change your life, okay? If this is what you're going through right now, it will change your life. And the book is only $20. So I know you got that. I know you got that. And it's going to help you for the rest of your entire life. You're not going to have to ever live like this again. This not going to ever be your reality no more because that book going to empower you so much that it's going to be life-changing. And that's my verdict. Hoo-cha! Allegedly, 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 I don't trust my coworkers. I don't trust my coworkers, and I know I'm not alone. I know I'm not alone. Clap it up. Don't trust them. Don't trust them. That's the message, and that's the verdict. Don't trust them. We're going to talk about it tonight. I need to know what's your verdict. If you have never experienced what we are about to discuss and deliberate on, pull out your goddamn notebook. Get you a pen, okay, and a highlighter, because I got some tea for you that's going to help change your life. Never trust your coworkers. What do I mean by that? Too many of us think that our jobs is our play place. Too many of us are taking personal into a professional setting. We are getting the lines blurred. Some of us spend so much time at our job, we cannot differentiate between our personal life and our professional life. Some of us are doing it involuntarily, and some of us are doing it voluntarily. Some of us are befriending every Dick and Harry at the workplace. Some of us are in leadership positions, management positions, and are cool with our subordinates. Some of us are fucking the subordinates, and everybody knows. Some of us are hanging out with our coworkers, doing dirt with our coworkers. And then we get back to work and think that your business is not going to be known by a single person at the job. Order in a court. You a damn fool. You was a damn fool. And this is why you should not be trusting your coworkers. It's okay to be kind. It's okay to be supportive. It's okay to have camaraderie at the workplace where you guys are in teamwork, sharing information and resources. That's fine. But that's where that shit should be left. There is no reason why you should be texting men and women, texting each other, coworkers, you texting your, your, your staff. Your, this, this is inappropriate. And then you wonder why you end up in HR. You wonder why somebody has betrayed you because they were not meant to be trusted to begin with. You are supposed to be at work doing what? Working. God damn it. <laughs> Working. Have y'all heard that word? 
working. You're not supposed to be talking about personal information. You're not supposed to be, what's up to here, talking about sexual information. You're not supposed to be talking about relationships. Motherfuckers is not supposed to know what's going on in your household. You at work. Never trust your coworkers. These are not your friends. These are your support staff, your team to help you get a job done at work that's supposed to make you money to provide for your family and provide for your livelihood. Why are y'all crossing these lines? Why are y'all blurring these lines? What is going on, sweetie? Now, this came up from me. I had a situation. It was a little different from what I'm explaining, but it's what prompt this discussion. I had one of those Facebook um, blasts from the past where you show an old memory and the memory popped up and the memory was of two coworkers that I worked with at one of my first corporate jobs, a job that I really loved, a job that I, I flourished in, a job where I was the B-O-S-S. I'm talking about some head bitch in charge. I was the brand ambassador for the company. I was basically the face of the company. You saw me everywhere in Lansing. If you Google me to this day, you will still see me everywhere underneath that company, right? And so... In this company, I was under a black woman, a black woman who I looked up to. She was in higher management. She was a VP. And I felt like I could learn from her. I felt like I could learn from her. She appears to have some good qualities. And so I felt like I could learn from her. On top of it, I'm in her department and we rocking it out. And if I'm doing great, that means that you doing great, right? And so I'm getting recognized and I'm getting five and five on five. I'm getting all these great achievements and people are calling in about me and texting in about me and raving about me. And I'm under her. And instead of her being happy for me, she got jealous of me. What kind of shit is this? Order in the court. Now I'm doing her hair, honey. Yeah. Being friends with people at work that you ain't got no business. First corporate job taught, taught me everything. I'm going to church with her. I really like her. I'm thinking she liked me. She going to teach me some things, okay? And then we work together, okay? Boom, all right? But she getting jealous while I'm just trying to get wisdom. And so I'm noticing crazy, weird behavior. Like now she going to start micromanaging the fuck out of me to the point where you know you ain't even got to micromanage me like that because you know I'm, I'm a self-starter. You know I get every, the job done. You know this. I've been working with you for years. So I don't know why this is happening, but okay, right? So she just micromanaging on my ass, just getting smart. Oh, but I, I'm, I'm looking at her like, what is going on? She asking me stuff like, well, did you take this? And da 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 did I take something? What, girl? I don't steal. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, what, what type of time she on? So she got me looking at her, but she is causing me havoc every day. So we didn't went from being friends to out the blue. I don't know what's going on, sweetie. Okay. So long story short, baby girl was stealing from the company. Okay. And I don't know if it was money, but I damn sure know it was promotional items. And giving them to whoever doing whatever with them, okay? And so she was going to try to play it like it was me. She wanted to try to put me out like, oh, 
because she's trying to cover up her. I'm like, oh, oh, bitch. So, like I said, <laughs> you can't do God's child wrong because every time you try to do God's child wrong, you end up getting done wrong. They end up finding out that she was the one that was stealing, okay? Baby girl was gone. She had to go. They had her out the door. So now we don't got no VP no more. And I'm still there for about two more years, okay? But I was like, damn, for real? That's how people do? I would have never thought in a million years that somebody who was so close and I thought that was going to be a, a mentor would play me like that or would treat me like that or become jealous or envious when I shine instead of being happy for me. I didn't know that. So that was, that was, that was my little first look. I'm like, oh, they crazy up in corporate America. I didn't know they was like this. I didn't know they be doing stuff like this, right? So, I, you know, she gone. Now, it was another girl in the same picture. This girl, same shit, except for she was white, okay? We was cool. We was cool, cool. I'm talking about cool, 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 cool. Honey, she done lied and conspired and then tried to say this, 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 and that, and personal conversations that we didn't had, she didn't told. Ooh, honey, you talking about hurt. I'm like, oh, I thought we were supposed to be friends. Baby, never trust your coworkers. You don't get no friends. Now, I was very young during this time. And when you in corporate America, you're going to make a lot of mistakes. But one thing I learned, because this can affect your livelihood this can affect your money this can affect your reputation when you're dealing with the wrong people the people who get you in toxicity people who like the gossip when you at work doing the wrong things you're going to be in some shit okay whether it's your fault or not your fault okay so it's best that we keep co-workers just as that and just do our jobs because co-workers are not good friends how many of y'all have went out with your co-workers it supposed to be just a party. You didn't get a little too comfortable. You didn't drunk a little bit. You, you, you drinking because you see they drinking. But guess what? When they get back to the workplace, they don't tell that they was drinking. They only tell, oh, did you see Tiffany? She was drunk as hell. I ain't never seen Tiffany drunk like that. Now you got the reputation. You a drunk, you a drunk freak. <laughs> you a thought to Tully and you, and you, you drunk. And now people, they can't respect you no more. They can't respect you no more because now they know the personal you. You got a little bit too comfortable. We can't get comfortable with our coworkers. We always have to be professional. When you're writing them emails, hear me out. Those emails can be shared. They can be viewed by whoever. That's your writing. That's documentation. Don't be writing no crazy emails to your, to your employees and your coworkers and your peers, sweetie. Because you best to believe they going to tell on your ass. You're going to be wondering why you getting called down to HR. Uh, what was this? Um, I seen the email that you wrote, and uh, this is a little aggressive. This is a little uh, disrespectful. Uh, this is a, a little inappropriate. Uh, all that bullshit. So how do we resolve these things? We keep it professional, okay? It always needs to be about the job at hand, the, goal, the business goals at hand. It should never be personal. You don't got to like me. This is not about me. This is about the business goals, sweetie. 
Okay. How many how many of us have been in a position where we was the 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 the, the leadership and thought we was going freaking geek with the subordinates? How did that turn out? How did that turn out? Guaranteed your ass was up in HR. Guaranteed. They didn't got you on some shit. Okay? They didn't got you on some shit. Because we're not keeping it professional. We want to be friends with everybody at the job. And then you wonder why when you try to put your foot down, nobody respects you. You wonder why your leadership position has been diminished because you did not upheld the integrity or the professionalism that you should have. And we can no longer talk about what they do because they're never going to see what they do to cause you to react. They're only going to see what your black ass do. That's it. I'm giving y'all a lesson one-on-one in corporate America, honey. How If you want to survive, you cannot be friends, and you damn sure cannot trust your coworkers. You know something that's top A, grade A secret? You cannot go to that coworker that you think is cool and tell them. They're going to tell somebody, sweetheart. They're going to tell somebody. And now you have just broken privilege. And now you wonder why you in HR for breaking confidentiality rules. You wonder why your ass just got fired. We cannot trust these people. And I hear it so many times. Oh, I thought that was my friend. Oh, I thought that was my bro. Oh, I thought that was my girl. Oh, me and her were supposed to be cool. Oh, it don't matter. It don't matter. People are selfish. People are unethical, uncouth. (laughs) People don't have no morals. It don't matter. And people are never like how you are. Just because you give it don't mean you're going to receive it. Them same people that you trust be them same people that throw you underneath the bus, drag you that bitch backwards and forward on your ass. So the best thing to do is not trust them. So it says four reasons why coworkers are not friends. Number one, they can't be trusted. Number two, y'all work together. And when you work together with someone and you are personal with that person, when they get to know who you really are, the dynamics at work change. They start to do a little bit less of what they did before because now y'all cool. Y'all done been there. How many times y'all done got one of y'all friends a job and they under you and because they your friend, they keep showing up late. No respect for you. Can't be friends with your coworkers. Got you out here looking crazy. You didn't vouch for them. You didn't sign for them. They ain't even showing up to work. Can't do that. That's number two. Number three, you can't be friends with your coworkers because it's a conflict of interest. Too many things you do may not coincide with the rules and the procedures at your job. Not somebody at your job know about it. Number four, what about when you have to chastise your coworkers? What about when you have to discipline your coworkers? What about when you have to give your coworkers consequences? How is that going to work out as a friend? How you going to suspend your friend? How that's going to work? These are the reasons, y'all. We moving on. We is moving on. Do not trust them. I'm going to say it one more time. That coworker that you think is your top dollar bomb, y'all can still be coworker friendly, laugh, have a good time, but keep it professional. Keep it light. Keep it fluffy. I'm telling you, these hoes is weird, your honor. 
I'm not lying to y'all. I'm telling y'all what I know. You better keep it professional. We are at our last segment of tonight. I hope you guys are having a good time. You know what I learned? Y'all don't get turned up unless my fiance on here. When my fiance on here and he talking that talk, baby, when he in his pocket, oh, y'all be on here. But when it's just my ass, y'all ain't fucking with the judge. Oh, that's what that is. That's okay. I'll have him on here real soon so we can get some controversial topics and y'all can call on in and y'all can talk about it. But right now, we are at our last segment of The Verdict, which is entitled Judge and Jury. Yes, I am the judge. Court is now in session. And you are my jurors, okay? And with court being in session, here's what I want to talk about. Is it creepy for grown-ass women to call their mates? Daddy, have you ever called your mate daddy? Do you call your mate daddy? Do you think something wrong with calling your mate daddy? I'm going to tell y'all right now. I call my mate daddy many times. I be like, daddy, what you want? You want it? Huh, Zanny? Oh, that's my nanny. Yeah, it's sexy to me. Yeah, and the way he be, listen, it be like, <laughs> whoop it like my daddy. Okay, okay, but that's enough about me. But is it creepy, though? Because I heard something that creeped me the fuck out. Listen to this. Black women would say, why do you call him daddy? Because he's raising me. He's raising me. What? My father probably stopped giving me what I needed when I was around 13 years old. So now you got a woman that's 13, and now I'm 35, and now I got a bunch of money what we consider to be a bunch of money. Let me just speak real clear about that, okay? Now I got this money. Now I'm taking care of everybody. Who gonna check me, boo? Who gonna make me grow up? I don't know what's going on. That man, when we were just best friends and when we got together, this is what he said to me. He said, when we were best friends and you were married to other men, you were not my responsibility. You were my sister, but not my responsibility. As my wife, you are my responsibility. Mm. And a lot of black women would say, why do you call him daddy? Because he's raising me. All right, y'all. Let's talk about it. Uh, I love me some Monique. Everybody know it. I ain't got to go into it. But to me, this was, this sound, I don't know, this sounds strange. When she said she calls him daddy because he's raising her, I understood. I could see her perspective. But that's creepy. That's creepy to me. In my, in my words, that's creepy. Like, listen, I'm not your mama. You not my daddy. We are in a sexual, committed relationship. I see you in a sexual light. I do not see my daddy in a sexual light. If I was to see my daddy in a sexual light, that would be sick. <laughs> so I am not calling you daddy because you are my actual daddy. I am not calling you daddy because I want you to raise me. Absolutely not. I would like you to support me. I would like you to protect me. I would like to share ideas with you. I would like to be your helpmeet. But to raise me, I'm raised. We can grow together, but raise me, I'm not a child. I'm grown as fuck. It ain't going to be no raising, but we, we, we can learn. From one another, we can piggyback off of one another. 
we can grow from one another. So when I heard her say she called her husband daddy because he raising her, I was like, is Monique sick a little bit? I don't really know. Order in the court. I need somebody to call in and, let, and help me understand. Like, I want to, this my girl. This my girl. But just because it's my girl, I don't always, <laughs> I don't always agree with her. What's up, Nasia Danae? That is my cousin. She has my middle name. It's her middle name. And my oldest cousin, first name, Nasia Danae. Yes, what's up, baby? Shout out to her graduating from college and doing her thing. Shout out to all the college graduates. You girls are rocking it out. I need you to call in or I need you to tell me right there on a the comment, Sweet Pea, what you feel about this? When women call their men daddy and it's not because it's like cute or sexual and it's because they, they want them to raise them, how y'all feel? Like, like when, they, when, a, when a woman see their daddy in a man but to the point where they want you to raise them, I don't, I don't, this is too much. And I need y'all to call in. I need to know what your verdict is. I need to know, do you see her point? Is this creepy? Is this strange? Um, yeah, I don't want to be, listen, I, I can remind you of your mom. You know, my, my fiance says that to me all the time. Um, RIP, Miss Linda Beckham. I had never met her, but I feel like I know her. I talked to her and I am here with her son supporting him and being the love that I know that she would like. And he always tells me, like, you remind me so much of my mom. You remind me so much of my mom, right? But when he tells me that, it's more so in the supportive manner and having his back. You know, a mom is going to always have your back and, and is going to take care of you in a way of, like, making sure you are right, right? It wasn't, like, creepy, like, you, because you be raising me. I love the way you raise, you raise me like my mama. What? Like, come on. What's up, Kev? Like, it wasn't like that. It wasn't. So I need y'all to tell me. It's one thing to remind you of a parent, but this didn't sound right coming from Miss Monique. I want to let y'all hear this one more time, and please tell me y'all verdict. He's raising me. My father probably stopped giving me what I needed when I was around 13 years old. So now you got a woman that's 13, and now I'm 35. Now I got a bunch of money, what we consider to be a bunch of money. Let me just speak real clear about that, okay? Now I got this money. Now I'm taking care of everybody. What's your verdict? Who gonna check me, boo? Who gonna make me grow up? So she's saying, when that I kind of understood that part when she said, who gonna check me, boo? Because sometimes you do need your mate to keep you in check. I do agree with that, right? Kyrie, he keep me in check a lot. Sometimes I want to spiral out of control. You hear me? Sometimes I want to be just like this little thing. And I'm talking about act up. Okay? But I know better, so I do better, right? And I am somewhat underneath his leadership and his authority because and when you're in a relationship and you, a marriage, he follows God and then I follow him. That's how it go, period, right? So I, I, I get that. I get that part of having a mate that's going to check you. And that checking sometimes is helpful because it gets you back to your center. It helps you refocus. You know what I'm saying? Recalibrate. Sometimes you be, some, us women sometimes emotional. We, we, we be just, ugh, right? And sometimes you need that. But I wouldn't have said he raising me. He not, I got a daddy. I got a daddy. My daddy is alive, sweetie. 
<laughs> alive and well. I talk to them every week, love them to death. And I got a mama. You can't raise me and I got parents. So that was creepy. Is she saying it because she don't have a parent? All right, y'all, I'm getting some people to say something. I, okay, okay. Kevin Johnson saying that's a bit unhealthy to me. I thought so too, Kevin. Now, see, say me personally, I only see the daddy calling in a sexual way. Me too. She said like during intercourse type, no nigga is raising me. I can understand like being taught by your parent and learning from them. But as far as being raised at my grown age no ma'am see i think it was the wording i think i I wonder is me is we saying the same thing but she chose to use this wording that's controversial that's kind of like making us think weird because yo yo mate who you fucking should not be raising you something don't sound healthy about that kevin said but even if you call him daddy, it's not because you see him as a father figure, right? That's what I'm saying. Uh, okay, so so we, I ain't tripping. So sometimes, y'all, uh, I can go a little bit off the rail, right? <laughs> so I need to hear your verdict. I feel the exact same way. I call my man daddy all the time, but it's not in a father figure way. Not at all. It's not in a father figure way. I, I mean, I don't see him in that light. If I saw him in a father figure light, I would not be able to have sex with him because that's sick to me. Okay. I don't know how y'all do, but that's sick to me. So I see him in a leadership light. I see him in a provider light. I see him in a sexual light. I see him in a guidance light, but I don't see him as my parent because I already have parents and being a parent is different from being your man and being my daddy is different from being my daddy. Y'all get it. All right. They say exactly. Kevin say, but who knows how much her father was involved in her life? Well, she explains that she explains that because she did not have a father. He picked up where her father left off. And like I said, I'm able to see her perspective by all means. I don't think that she's just crazy or anything like that. I can see where she came from, but the choice of wording is creepy to me. The choice of wording is creepy to me, and I actually believe what she's saying. I believe that he is raising her. I believe that she does see him in a father figure way and a sexual way. I do believe that, and I'm not sure that that is healthy. I don't know. What's your verdict? Kevin say, I can respect that as far as leadership and provider. All right, I'm going to play this one more time because we have new people that are joining and y'all have to tell me y'all verdict. What up, Cal Macy? Listen, make sure y'all stop all over there at the Stab Lab podcast. That is my guy, okay? That is my guy, Mr. Cal. He is doing his thing. Make sure y'all show love. I need you to tell me your verdict while you're here. I'm going to play this one more time. Man. Oh. Black women. It's coming on, y'all. Would say, why do you call him daddy? Because he's raising me. He's raising me. My father probably stopped giving me what I needed when I was around 13 years old. So now you got a woman that's 13, and now I'm 35, and now I got a bunch of money, what we consider to be a bunch of money. Let me just speak real clear about that okay now i got this money now i'm taking care of everybody who gonna check me boo who gonna make me grow up but when that man when we were just best friends and when we got together this is what he said to me he said when we were best friends and you were married to other men 
you were not my responsibility. You were my sister, but not my responsibility. As my wife, you are my responsibility. And a lot of black women would say, why do you call him daddy? All right, y'all. So y'all got a chance to hear it one last time. I want to know y'all verdict. We are coming to the end of the verdict podcast. I have had a great time with you guys. If you were not able to leave your verdict live, you are always able to leave your verdict in the comment section in both YouTube as well as Facebook. We talked about a lot of things today, but the most important topic that we talked about, in my opinion, is not trusting them coworkers and staying professional at your job. I gave you many examples of what to do, why to do them, why not to do them, and what the consequences is going to be if you don't listen. It may not happen today, but it will happen. Stay professional. We as black people, we must be professional. It is a necessity in the workplace, okay? Because we are being watched like a goddamn hawk. So listen to me. That's my verdict. Uh, If you guys have a verdict on this, I'm going to give a couple more seconds before we move on. Kevin says, that's why it's hard to judge people because you and I grew up with fathers, so we don't have that void. Absolutely. It's not uncommon for men or women to find whatever makes them feel like they are filling that void. Yes, I understand. But my question is, is that healthy? I don't think that that's healthy. I really do not. He also says, I wish I was here for that first day thing. I wish I was here for that first day thing. Not sure what you're talking about, Kevin. All right, y'all. Uh, we have come to the end of the verdict. You are always able to ask the judge whatever you want to. I leave this section open for advice, any constructive criticism for you guys to ask what you choose to. You can ask in the comments, too. I do respond to the comments. I need you guys to go get my fiance's book. That's right. Alpha Diaries. Now he is an award winning author. Mr. Kyrie Beckham has won an award from the book fest for Alpha Diaries. We are super excited. He continues to be blessed and prosper because that is one God-fearing man. And he is doing something great for the community, which is trying to give back and help black homes and families, and not just black homes, but men in general, become leaders within society and within the relationship. If you guys need some assistance or some love or just want to know how to be better in this world, this is the book for you. Ladies, it's for you as well. He has changed a lot of ladies' lives and opened up their minds by them really just understanding men a little bit more. So once again, it is available on Amazon as well as Barnes & Noble. You guys can pick it up. Just Google Kyrie Beckham or Alpha Diaries and you will see it pop up. The award-winning author. Go get your copy right now. If you want a sponsorship, just like how I did that, they available. Hit your girl up. 313-753-2696. There is not a better marketer or communicator on the planet, honey. Come on over here to the verdict and let me shout out your product or your service. Let me hook you up. <sighs> Come on and celebrate me. I got a nice little comedy performance coming up. This comedy performance is going to be in conjunction of a wine tasting. This African-American man is right here in the city of Detroit. He is launching his very new 
brand of wine, which is called Millionaire. You guys may know him. His name is Mr. Armani. And it is going to be held at the new Rosedale House. This is November 24th, right around the time of Thanksgiving. Come laugh, come drink, come be merry, and see a girl, comedian Judge Miles, tear it up and make you guys laugh. Can't wait to see you all. Can't wait to see you all. Black women. Oh, man. This has been fun, y'all. This has been very, very fun. I have had a time today. I thank you guys so much for tuning in to The Verdict. Y'all already know that when the judge is in, The Verdict is out. Thank you for tuning in to episode 40 of The Verdict. Subscribe. Give me some cash app money if you like the content. And drop down some comments or some segments that you would like to talk about in the upcoming